Hi everyone, Nick Brigadier here. Uh, before you listen to this week's episode, I just wanted to give a quick heads up that Mike experienced some audio issues uh, for this episode, so his audio might sound a little wonky, but do not worry. For better or for worse, the standard quality of our episodes has not been impacted either way. Uh, and with that, enjoy. A dissection is imperative. So, mummy, Steve. Hey, oh. no, no, you don't get to do the segue. I had a segue prepared. You. Ass. All right, all right. <laughs> excuse uh, me, excuse me, excuse me. All right, uh, Mike, let's let let let's let's clear the runway. All right, hey, all right. You everyone, ever, sh- you ever, ever go ever, on vacation? No, no, over no. Savannah. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! And let me say this. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. It's October. Okay. Yep. Nobody does October like us, right, fellas? That's no, right. no, that, that was right. a trick. You're still supposed to be shut up. That was a trick. <laughs> Nobody does October like us, and we're going to start this October off right, which we kind of technically did with the previous the, the reanimator thing. And we're going to start off right, but this time, this time we're going to get scary. But this time, not only we're going to get scary, we're going to get sexy. And nothing says sexy, and nothing says scary like mummies. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was the wrong. That was the wrong thing. That was, that was the opening to the animated program Mummies Alive from the mid '90s. No, sorry. Oh, that's not what we're talking about. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're, we're going to talk about a band. We're talking about an actual band, and they are called Here Come the Mummies. <laughs> you, Steve, you tricked me. I really thought we were talking about animated series. <laughs> I don't want to get too much in the lyrics because the lyrics are where the money's at. So this band, I want to talk about this band for a long time, and I've always waited for an October to do it because of... I do have a question, though. Who are you and why are we doing this? Yes, Exactly. What show are we listening to this on? Look, it's been 200 episodes. If you don't know what the hell's going on by now, then I don't know know what you've been doing. But this is the song, Top Report, where we dissect Bad Bazaar, otherwise know where the music, figure out how it died. My name is Stephen Trollinger, and I'm your host. Um, I'm Nick Brigadier, who welcomes all of the new listeners who are listening to this episode as their first one. And I'm Mike Russell, who loves mummies. Let me tell you about these, these mummies. Now, are you talking about? As it, are you talking about milfs? Is that are you? Is that what you, the, you're Listen, subtly talking hey, about? <laughs> well, mummies, I like to frequently hang out with. Absolutely, let's. <laughs> you had a, you had a. Uh, I was gonna say I, you called her your mom mate, but she's kind of like her your mummy mate at one point. My, <laughs> not your 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 roommate who was old enough to be your mom. Let's just say she was wrapped up in something. I don't. know. <laughs> She's part of the mob? My legs are right. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Uh, but okay. I'm, well, who so, all right. who let we... that joke happen and who's going to delete it? That's <laughs> Nick doesn't edit these. so I'm not we... editing that. So now we got the stupid <laughs> shit out of the way. We can talk about what I was going to talk about. Uh, A bunch of dead bodies wrapped up in toilet paper. Let's go. Exactly. This is look the the ancient, the most that most ancient of horror icon, the mummy. Uh, I wanted to talk about this group for a long time now because, and I, I I I didn't because it's not like an intentionally bad group. They're actually really really good, but their their whole like thing, their whole vibe is so entertaining. And unusual that I really wanted to be the one to introduce this group to somebody who hasn't heard them before, uh, and I always wanted to do it during October because, well, they're they're the band. The band's name is not. It's not like the Gorillas, where they're not actually like animated figures. Like these are actual these are actual mummies. These musicians dress as mummies when they perform. And they get into it. I'm gonna show. I'm showing a, a picture. Google this. Google this uh, if you, uh, you want audience. Look at but these I'm rap sh- kings. I'm showing a picture of the band. Here come the mummies to Nick and Mike right now. 
Yeah, um, it's beautiful. Look at these boys. There's a red mummy, a red and black mummy, a green mummy, silver mummy, black mummy, white mummy, yellow mummy, blue mummy. They got them all, baby. The, the, these. The, the, <laughs> can you go back, Steve, for real yeah, quick? Yeah. Uh, the purple one in the top left corner, that's kind of like Mike's resting face, I must say. <sighs> he seems very enthusiastic. Yeah. They're all very enthusiastic. And Steve, you're the green one with his arms crossed looking down. Good. He's the lead singer, so good. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick is definitely yeah. the lower left one with that look on his face like he's up to something. That's. Uh, but who are Here Come the Mummies? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> They are <laughs> all right. Nick just brought the picture back up. They you are. It. You see it. <laughs> shut up. Uh, they are a. They are a. They are a funk band. We're gonna. I don't know how many funk musicians we've talked about on the show before. This might be the first. I think zero, because funk's usually pretty good. It's pretty damn good. I can always get down with some funk. And again, these are not bad musicians. This is not bad music. I don't know why it's on the show, but I wanted to talk about them. Why? Wanted... Because it's a bunch of goddamn mummies They're... playing instruments. It's insane. Exactly. Why? <laughs> What's, uh, what is that? Bizarre? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Bizarre. If, Guar, bizarre. if Guar was a funk band, they'd be Here Come the Mummies. And these guys didn't even come out of Egypt. I mean, where were these guys from? Well, now it's interesting you say that, Mike, because some say that they are uh, that these are these mummies have been cursed to funk forever after <laughs> deflowering a great pharaoh's daughters. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> oh, you're the... gonna get with my lady, my 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 daughter. You'll be funking for the rest of your funking lives, mummies. <laughs> uh, they are. They've been so. Here uh, come the mummies. Funking with my daughter. That's yeah. There you go. Uh, Next. You, that, yeah. Just bring a full circle from there. Eh? Uh, here come. Here come the mummies. Have been delivering quote terrifying funk from beyond the grave end quote since 2000 A.D. Uh, and they are straight out of Nashville, Tennessee, though why they're not out of Memphis, I don't know. That's a hilarious joke for anyone who knows anything about Egyptology. Uh, oh, because you, uh, for those who are of us who aren't, you want to make us no, laugh we'll just, a little? No, we'll, we'll just pause for laughter for all of our pause for thousands laughter. of Egyptologist listeners. Mem- the, 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 city, the city name Memphis comes from the first Memphis, which was an ancient Egyptian city. That's where we get Memphis from. Digging in Memphis. Ha <laughs> ha. Mike's joke uh, how, is How's funny. that song go? <laughs> yeah. But well, no, they're, they're not from... the first Egyptologist to be digging in Memphis, yeah, it'd be hilarious. would <laughs> be like, oh, you won't believe what I found out here. I don't remember how the rest of the song goes. That's... I mean, it doesn't go digging in Memphis either. It goes walking in Memphis, but like that's why you, I said digging because yeah, you're an archaeologist. If you don't remember the, but if you don't remember the rest of the lyrics, then just make up, continue to make up <laughs> your own lyrics. Well, why don't you finish? You know, I, you guys, I like to tee them up. You guys knock them out. That's all right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, really, really, some heart. Some, I can some, only tee up all that. I mean, well, I gotta hit them too. Some real, some real teamwork there on on your part, Mike. Real teamwork. So. Yeah, they are from. See, their- you guys are already getting asked. That's not. That's fucked up. That's. I'm sorry, Steve. You were saying <laughs> they are from Nashville, Tennessee, not Memphis, Tennessee. They are from Nashville. Uh, the band members are anonymous. We do not know the true identities of "Here Come the Mummies," and now there are many theories behind this the primary theory and the one most people go with are that these are the secret identities of grammy award-winning studio musicians and the rumor is that in order to play together as contracted musicians to different recording companies they must keep their true names dot 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 under wraps (laughs) nice i teed up my own thing fuck you mike (laughs) uh they they have, <laughs> no, look at that big smile on Steve's face. They, they go, have fuck you. <laughs> Steve only smiles when he's telling someone to go fuck themselves. <laughs> you all might believe he's always scrowling, but boy, that smile comes through uh, more often than you think. Because <laughs> he's always telling people to go fuck themselves. Uh, these guys have played with Al Green, Casey, and the Sunshine Band, and Cheap Trick, so they are. 
they they are not novices. They so we don't know their true identities for legal reasons, but we do know their secret identities. And it is an <laughs> it is an eight member. They are an eight member funk group. And here are the band members. We have Mummy Cass on guitar and lead vocals. We have Eddie Mummy on drums. We have Spaz on keyboards. We've got K.W. Tut on bass. We've got the pole exclamation mark also on bass and vocals because he's from Poland. We've, maybe we don't know. Maybe they're Polish mummies. Uh, we have Midnight Mummy on baritone sax, tenor sax, flute, guitar, percussion, and vocals. It seems like a very well-rounded musician. That Midnight Mummy. The Midnight Mummy. Yes, he is. Uh, we've got the flu, who is alto sax, clarinet, and flute. Thank God the flu's also playing flute. I was worried for him. I... Yeah, with uh, a name like that, what other he... instrument could he play? Yeah, that, that, that might have had something to do with it. We've got Ra on tenor sax, God of the Sun. And we have uh, Dr. Mummy Yo on baritone sax, tenor sax, alto sax, sousaphone, and also flute. And, of course, we, we could not do without... The High Priest of Death on trumpet. Hell yeah. As a trumpet player, I appreciate that. Or H-P-O-D, or H-Pod, as he's called. H-Pod. H-Pod? <laughs> uh, now, so they're, funk, they're a funk band out of Nashville. Their identities are secret. In order to play in public, they dress in very elaborate mummy costumes. Uh, due to, again, due to the very secretive nature of their identities and their... You know how so there's not like there's really these guys have really been very good at keeping this stuff on lock. Like there's no information out there about who these guys are, how the band was formed, like what they do when they're not mummies. Like they are they are of the piece. <laughs> they are always hey, mummies. You guys ever just walk around being a mummy? <laughs> just like I have what not. Would you, what would you do as a mummy? You know, like if I was the mummy and it was a Tuesday and my rock band wasn't playing out of Memphis, what am I doing? Like am I like am I getting a snack? Am I gonna go hit the cafe? Am I gonna have a little uh or gonna get a little mummy margarita at the local taco place? Like Steve, what what would you do as a mummy? Um, probably try to resurrect the spirit of my 5,000-year-old lover, uh, who was the daughter of Pharaoh, and then You're the two of us... You trying to fuck the Pharaoh's daughter another the, time? The two You've of us... You've already been were, cursed for funk forever. What else? Because you know another curse is coming. Using the Book of Amun-Ra, yes. we would utilize the ten plagues of Egypt to cover the earth in darkness and rule together for all eternity. Anaxuna Moon! Any reference to the 1999 Brendan Fraser mummy movie, I can get behind. Why you want all those goddamn crickets, man? Crickets? What are the other, are the other plagues? The, you the, yeah, you got the locusts, oh, you got yes. the, oh, the uh, raining the fire, lo you've got... Water's uh, turned to blood. Cricket flower's a big thing now, you know? That's a Maybe new... locust flower could be the next commodity. I'll tell you what, I'm investing in locust flower as soon as Steve re, uh, <laughs> re exhumes his ex-lover. And gets this, uh, <laughs> gets this ten uh, plagues of evil going over the planet again. I mean, you gotta think economically with this, right? Yes, when it comes to destroying <laughs> the world with plagues of Egypt, you gotta still be economical. Locust flower, I bet, is actually pretty good for you. Uh, it's nothing but pure protein. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's all about the you, gains. We can make we we. I was gonna say we could make a real killing in the creatine market. <laughs> Uh, but because of their secret identities, like I said, there's the information I've given you guys is all the information that is out there about Here Come the Mummies, aside from when they're playing and what they're playing. And what they're playing is some down and dirty funk. And sometimes this funk is uh, has a like a scary bent to it, has a Halloween bent to it, which is why I'm bringing it up in August. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's pure funk. In October. Yes, thank you. Uh Sometimes it's pure funk, like mainline adrenaline funk. But at all times, it is weirdly sexual and rife with entendre. 
You gotta think, you've been you've been living in a sarcophagus for fucking hundreds of years. You're gonna be a little horny when you get out of there, right? I mean Oh, <laughs> oh. oh absolutely. When it when the when the title the title of the the title of the group is Here Come the Mummies. Is that what they mean? I don't know. You tell <laughs> me. Got, with, they have plenty of napkins on hand. <laughs> yeah, they're not actually <laughs> mummies. That was just a practical decision they made. You, uh, guys, you, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be blowing so much undead cum when I get out of the sarcophagus. <laughs> Look, I can't make faces because I knew what I was bringing. I knew what I was doing. You so, just told me it's called here. I know. I know. I brought this on myself. I should have been prepared for what was for what was headed. Adults, anyway, now let's hear the song about coming in pants. You know, those zombies are animals. At least we can clean up after It's the only difference. So our first song, our first song, we're not gonna we're not gonna, gonna like do deep dives into into each of these songs. I have a few of them. Deep dive into your pyramid. <laughs> Guys, guys, we have a whole hour to fill here. Don't don't yeah. blow your load immediately. <laughs> Save that for the mummies. <laughs> a dissection is imperative. Um so our first song we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit uh is from the album Single Entendre. Uh, Beautiful and <laughs> the album cover is an Egyptian obelisk flanked on either side by Sphinx heads. So if you wanna just picture that in your head. Uh, but yeah, let's get a little let's get a little taste with the song "Pants" as to what these guys are all about. Jeez. What is happening with this episode? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. Sticking in the big, pumping in the bank. Saturday's coming quicker than you think. Um, wow, yeah, you weren't kidding when they said single entendre, were you, Steve? They get right to it. Yeah, so we got Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. Hump day, referring, of course, to either Wednesday or, I don't know, a day in which people just get it on. Uh, <laughs> and if you got Tuesday afternoon. good for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stick it in the pig, pop it in the bank. These are all euphemisms. Saturday is coming quicker than you think. 48 to rendezvous, I'm gonna blow a wad on you. Now, this... Up until this point, we, you know, like, that could be a wad of cash. Like, this guy's prepping for his date on the weekend. This mummy is prepping for his weekend date. He's waiting through <laughs> it. He's a waiting. big, thick mummy wad for you. Of cash. Of cash. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, he's, 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 put, he's putting money in the bank. He's waiting. He's getting over hump day because he's got to get to Saturday where he's got his hot date. And he's going to blow a wad on them. And now we're going to talk, and he's going to talk about uh, a bit about uh, how he's going to dress for the occasion. Ah, it's wonderful. So you gotta, um, uh, you, you gotta say, you gotta say the chorus a certain way, guys. You gotta put the right emphasis on the wrong syllables and use the right punctuation for it to work. So he's just he's dressed for the date. He's coming in his pants and his shirt. It's his best suit, baby. Wait a second. Oh, I'll, I'll, he said I'm coming in my pants. Yeah, he's saying I'm coming in my pants, my shirt. It's my best suit, baby. He's just he's just describing what he's gonna wear to his fancy date. That's why he put a comma after I'm coming in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that's why in he my put. Pants. That's why he put a comma after I'm coming in my pants. Like what's it, Nick? Nick, you you studied English. Uh, what was that? What's that? What's that? Like that grammar book that like the really fancy Strunk like, and white. What is it? Strunk and white. The elements Stroke of style. And white? It's it's, it's called the elements of style, but Stroke was, and white. But it was written by E. B. White, and then I forgot the other name of the author. But Strunk. So people just call it Strunk and white. But it's called the elements of style. Well, if it I, read a little I bet bit more you were like about the thesaurus for a second. 
No, no. If it if it read a little bit more like uh, some "Here Come the Mummies" lyrics, that would be that'd be a much more interesting book to get through your English that would class be with. Funk and white. Mm. The stunk and white. Funk and white. Never mind. I just wanted to work the word "funk" in instead of "strunk" because <laughs> we're talking about a funk band. And I use "stroken" instead of "strunken." Look, we we so mixed wait. we mixed our metaphors. Okay. What the hell does it mean to strunken something? It. <laughs> It's a guy's name. Oh, Strunken something. That's who he is? is that... <laughs> Mike, I could not have been your English teacher. I would have just thrown you out of the classroom the first day. Strunken white. Great. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm coming in my pants. Wait, you can't stop me. You can't stop me when I start saying the chorus, guys. Wait, Mike, Steve, we can't stop you halfway through? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, no. It, it can't, it'd, be, it'd be really messy. Steve's about to stunk in white all over this podcast. Let's go. Uh, going to pick your flower, which could mean I'm going to buy you some flowers, or could mean the other thing. Uh, going to be there in an hour. Again, he could be, t- he could be staying, for all we know. Um, hey! Hey, sometimes it takes a minute. You know, you gotta, you gotta find your rhythm. Do you ever worry that? Do you ever worry or, or think to yourself that like Sting, Sting like told one person that like he he studied tantric sex, like he told like that story one time, and all of a sudden that the pop popular culture has now made that his personality, and he's just like, that's not, that's not all there is careful, to me, guys. I'm more than fucking for more for like sixty minutes. But if I have to I'm, be known for one thing, I'm okay with that. Ah, uh, but you know, you know, some people think it's too long, and then you get, well, you like know, they got get. places to be, Sting. Yeah, you know what they say: two longs don't make a right. <laughs> well, if they're curved, <laughs> then you got a circle, as happens to some gentlemen. Or a dick uh, heart. What? This is exactly <laughs> what I was hoping to talk about with you two guys on this week's episode of the Song Topsy Report. Yours curves left, mine curves right. There's the, there's the poll question. <laughs> Which way does your dick curve? Mummies. I'm sorry for all of our, all of our lady listeners. Uh, Steve, you were saying. What is happening? <laughs> uh, this is exactly the kind of conversation I hope to engender with, with this episode. You have, you have infiltrated this podcast with some sort of dark, nasty thoughts. That's all that's happening today. <laughs> Uh, but that's uh, that's a little bit of pants. Uh, we're gonna move on. So it's shorts. It's short. Well, no, there's more to it. The thing about here come the mummies because they're they're a funk band. So a lot of their they have a lot of ins- and as we as you saw when I read out what everyone's playing, they got a lot of instrumentation. A lot of the funk music is not the lyrics; it's the music itself. So they have a lot of like instrumental yes uh, breaks, and so like maybe like a chorus and a half. Or like a, a a verse and a let me like a short second verse, and a chorus and a pre-chorus and that's it. Yeah, uh, you're there but, for the funk. Uh, yeah, so but here for the funk. Uh, they they definitely use the the short amount of lyrics for maximum effect, uh, as we will discover in this next song. I won't disc- I won't say what the title is yet. It is from their live album they got a few live albums this is from uh, all excess she's a girl who knows exactly what she wants a man who knows her game and well aware so many eyes in the fire in a tricks on the hook and ball. You know, they say, <laughs> isn't it nice They that say love blooms like a rose, and Rose loves dick. They know what this woman wants. And it's a guy named Richard, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Nick. Nice play on names. I'm, now, I'm assuming that's, that, that's the... I like how you're giving you're giving Nick credits for like Nick. Nice play on names. The lyric is literally, 
for the pre-course, she spends a lot of time with Peter, and Willie's always up for it. Richard is so smooth and slick, but she loves Dick. So you're giving Nick 100% of the credit for what is oh, a very I, obvious lyric. So we're, so we're saying, oh, the mummies are funny. Aren't yes, they funny? the mummies are very Aren't funny. Aren't they clever? Aren't... <laughs> she doesn't love Dick. She loves Dick. Yeah. There's two guys. Richard goes by his full name, and then there's Dick who shortens it. Yeah. Though not in the where it counts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know any dicks? You mean people who actually go by dick anymore in the modern age? Yeah. I actually was reading, this has no bearing on reality, but I was reading an issue of Nightwing today, uh, the comic book Nightwing featuring the grown-up Dick Grayson, formerly Robin, Batman's Robin. Oh, yeah. And he, he at several points in the, in the issue, makes mention of, like, he was talking about when he was younger and he was growing up, and he said, you get really had it. And I don't know if the author meant it, like this but he he said you know growing up with a name like dick you got to have some really thick skin <laughs> nice i'm like this is a now, comic book for children sir i'll tell you one of my exes i had an ex-girlfriend and she had a grand a step grandpa right and his name was dick and i remember one time i was telling him a story and I was like really getting into it. I was like, oh man, like this was happening, this was happening. Uh, and you know what? This guy, well, he was a real dick. And then, like, I was like, I looked at him and I'm like, ah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, eh, it, it, can, it can pause conversation when you're talking to dicks. <laughs> Listeners, be aware the more you know. But I'm bummed. Uh, I want to hear more about how she loves Dick, or is that about it? Is that? Uh, I actually do want to skip, because uh, again, a lot of it's repetition, but I want to skip to the bridge here. This might shed some light on some things. The Dick Bridge. I need to shed some light on this Dick character. <laughs> you know, I find usually shedding light on some Dick makes it less flattering. Well, you got to have good light for good picks, Nick. Of Richard Dick and Will. Nick Dick Pick. Dick Nick Pick. <laughs> That's a good vocal warm-up, I think. Dick Nick Pick. Dick Nick Pick. Dick Nick Pick. Fun. Nick Dick Pick. There, there was one instance, this was many years ago, where someone <sighs> semi-seriously, semi-facetiously asked for a dick pick, and I sent a, I, I sent a picture of Dick Cheney, and that was... Funny you should bring that Wait. up, because during the, during the live performance... Someone driving by. During the live performances of this song, one of the mummies during the chorus will bring out pictures of famous dicks. So it'll be like Richard Nixon, Dick Cheney, um, uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke, Dick Tracy, and they Ooh. they also they they even though his name isn't Dick, they show a picture of Scott Baio. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, but here, let's see if they can shed some light on this <laughs> Dick for Mike. Dick. <laughs> If you listen to her, I hate that you're making me do this. If you listen to her talk, you'd think Richard was the cock of the walk. He's oh, good to he the walks la- like a chicken. Yeah, he's good to the last drop. Uh, it's an old phrase. It's an unknown origin, but most likely from the 1800s. In that time, boats transporting goods on the Mississippi River would each have a resident champion fighter who would fight another boat's champion for entertainment. The winner would be given the title Cock of the Walk, which means best of the best. Oh, I like that. I want to become Cock of the Walk. Well, we we need to resurrect we need to resurrect steamboat travel down the Mississippi. What was that? I said, well, then we need to resurrect steamboat travel via the Mississippi. <laughs> I'll be a steamboat captain with you guys if you want. Can I say a fucked up joke that can probably get cut? <laughs> it's never stopped so you be before. be a mini-sode. Yes, Mike, say it. A cock of the walk. I thought I was at Rooster that walked into a Chinese restaurant down the street. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
Cock of the walk. Yeah, that's not. That's actually not offensive at all. <laughs> Said a different white guy. <laughs> Come on, guys. Cock of the walk. I know like, there's a lot of the walk Chinese food restaurants out there. That's all I'm saying. Look, <laughs> I once went by an actual Chinese restaurant, and it was called the Foo King Restaurant. They knew exactly yeah. what they were doing, and I appreciated it. They like puns. Let's go. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Them and the mummies. Here come the mummies. Here come the mummies. Uh, Let's that, learn more about some of these, some that's more a little of these bit, mummies. Yeah, that's a little bit of the reason why she loves Dick. Uh, he's oh good God. with last drop. I'll tell you what. This, this is a suggestive album cover. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, we this uh, this is from this is the title track from the uh, one of the most recent albums, the Carnal Carnival. Now we're gonna get a little bit more freaky, deaky Halloween with this. Ooh, my <laughs> freaky dicky. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Oh, you can't nothing, stop it. I want to hear more. Oh, I was wow. going to say, nof- nothing sexier than a carnival. Well, oh, nothing sexier 100%. than carnies. I'll have you know I have some family in the carnival, and being that uh, I represent my family. Mike, can I, I'm going to tell you this. It will bring us closer together, and I hate that about us. I also have carny family. Shut the fuck up, Steve. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Are you fucking serious? Yes. Oh my god, listeners, Song Topsy exclusive. Mike and Steve are related. Via Carnies. Dave, I didn't know you had Carney fam. Related via Carney sounds like a Jimmy like Springer we segment. Are second degree separated to the grand show. <laughs> it uh and I am I am like wh- how directly related is your family to the carnival? They do the games. Yeah, but what kind of fa- are they cousins? What are how like Oh, if I mean it's my it's my sibling. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because for me it's it was my dad and grandma. Your dad, that's Mike is lose. Mike is having that's a connection. Two, that's two. That's two. Line, that's two generations of Carney. Yeah, and some would say I've also joined the show. And I apologize show. for the slur. I sh- I should. Is Carney car- a slur? The Carney folk. Uh, that's carnival folk. The f- folk. Yeah, you add pre- folk hey, to it. Makes hey, it classy. Mike, they prefer the term carnival people. <laughs> um, wow. So, if I mean, if Steve, I am in disbelief. I had no idea. I had no idea. So, so funny, funny story. I did not know about this until my dad. So my dad told me this while we were on a vacation to Florida, and we went to the Ringling Brothers Museum. And my dad brought this up out of the blue like he had told it to me before. And I was like, no, you didn't tell me this before. <laughs> oh, son, come here. You remember when I told you about my time in the carnival? Oh, this no. Is, uh, what? <laughs> Steve, I well, this you... is the place to do it, I guess. Steve, I assumed you found out when you were like on a vacation at Disneyland and for some reason your dad was automatically muscle memory just checking the seatbelts of every single person getting on. <laughs> oh my god, Nick. Hey, dad, what are you doing? So, so hold on, Steve. I got ass now. This is, listeners, we know this is a tangent, but we must take this. I, I don't there know. Are, I don't remember what they did. There are a few different types of carnies, okay? You got the ride-up supervisors. They you were got not, the game carnies. They were, I believe they were game people. And you got the performer carnies. I believe they were game people, if I remember. They serve. were games. I believe so. They were, you know what? <laughs> I don't come I, from the pure the pure lineage that I, is I need, the carnival I need performer. To, you know what? One of these days we'll have a nice little Sontopsy family reunion on the, on the roof. Uh, so the lyrics, the lyrics we just heard were for the intro, ladies and ladies. We've pitched a tent. In the middle of a field for your entertainment. 
strip right down and step right up. Join the carnal carnival. And then we had fun little calliope music because there's no sexier instrument on the planet Earth and maybe the harpsichord, but it's a close (laughs) second. Ooh, but they're about the calliope. They're gonna get some calliope. Yeah. All right. I feel and I feel like uh, I feel like I cut Nick off prematurely. So uh, let's let's get let's get that. Yeah. Let's get his rocks off here. Guys, uh, I'm now, being mo- honest. I have never been more horny on this podcast. <laughs> I am. Uh, now hold on. This is this this section is going to be good for Mike because it's about kink shaming. <laughs> Ooh, wait. Now you know I both love to do it and hate to hear it when it comes to kink shaming. <laughs> uh, well, ho- hold on. Here you go. Nothing's wrong with a little curiosity. Question for you boys, speaking of kink shaming, here's an option for you, okay? I give you two options. They're very simple. There's a house of mirrors. You're inside what you love. You have a 100% universal guarantee. Pre-K. There is no chance you would get any, it's, it's, it's open for business. Would you fuck the cleanest fun house in the world in a fun house, the, the house of mirrors? Would you because you're surrounded by yourself fucking? <laughs> yes or no? Hundred no. percent yes. Why the ah, hell would you not take advantage of that you. unique I, opportunity? I love the different choices. I love the different responses. I you guys, act on film. I always ask I you wacky questions. I feel like this is the first time I got a real. Honest answer out of both of you. I act on film, and I can't stand watching myself not naked. So why would I feel more comfortable watching myself completely naked? Whereas I'd be like, oh, shit, is that what my ass looks like? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks great. I look amazing. <laughs> oh, but then what if Steve. you're getting off to yourself more than your significant other? First of all, let me. Oh well, <laughs> that's the beauty of loving yourself, right? Who, if you can't love yourself, who can you love? I'd like that's... to think we're a very sex positive, practice self love podcast listeners. You know, do you literally? The House of Mirrors is probably the best way to do that. Do you well, or the, watch it happening? <laughs> the, the lyric does. The, the verse does state the fun house of mirrors tend to exaggerate. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, and now Steve, you're part of the show. Because <laughs> there's cameras in them mirrors, fellas. There's cameras in them mirrors. Wait, guys, this is a fun house. This is an interrogation room. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me put my pants back on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> somehow I feel. I somehow I feel. This was a fun house. <laughs> Some feel like, somehow I feel less intimidated being interrogated while nude. I don't know why. Get that hot spy lady away from me. <laughs> Calm down for a second. I don't answer any questions until I'm flaccid. That's don't make it. me don't make me share and stone this. Oh God, I've longed for an occasion where I can honestly say the sentence, get that hot spy lady away from me. <laughs> Uh, but are you, you fellas dig the Carnal Carnival? Does that... Uh... Yes, I am into, love to I am visit. into it as much as I am into this fake spy interrogator I put in my brain. <laughs> She's going to get the truth out of me, even if it takes all night long. <laughs> and I, I've studied under Sting, so it will. Literally under Sting. <laughs> so, 
so that's um, <laughs> that song's a little bit about kink shaming and not doing it, guys. But this don't next song, or this don't next song, that's it, right? If you kink it, you'll get a ticket. That's the motto. <laughs> this next song's entirely about not kink shaming. This is also from the Carnal Carnival album, and this is called Freak Flag. <laughs> I love that. Let it fly, baby. Get freaky. Let's go. What is what does your freak flag look like, Mike? Ooh, when my freak flag's flying. Looks like my reflection in a hundred mirrors in a funhouse. I'm very sweaty. <laughs> I'm very I'll tell you what, when I'm really getting freaky. I'm working up some. I'm burning some calories. That's that could just be you doing kickboxing then. Well, You're wearing your you CKO jersey some, now. You know, listen, sometimes you got. <laughs> if you want a little battle before bed, let me know. <laughs> Is that a threat or a promise, Mr. Mike Russell? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You ever get? <laughs> I don't like the way this is starting. There- the viewers can't see it because we have yet to we have you we've yet to show the recordings of this but every at least once an episode nick and i have the exact same facial reaction (laughs) to something mike mike's mike will start a sentence stop himself halfway through the sentence like he'll say something the effect of you guys ever and then he'll start laughing to himself and nick and i both like our eyebrows go way up to the top (laughs) of our head and we like our lips tighten and our neck gets straight we're like okay What's this? What's this gonna? That's we do it at the same time each time. I never noticed, but that's hundred percent what I do. I Mike, love that. Do I, we ever what? Have you ever been in the middle of a spat? A little, just a little spat with uh, with your significant other, and they look so fucking hot yelling at you. You ever get that? <laughs> and you're just like, you know, I'm upset because we're in a spat, but I just want to, ooh, I just want to pick you up and just give you everything you're asking for right now. That's, I mean, anger doesn't really do it for me, Mike. But that's the thing, I'm not angry. Like, we're, we're, like the whole situation is angry. Someone might be angry at me, but I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's passion. I and I, I get that. Passion. I get that. It's almost <laughs> like every emotion, like when it reaches a certain point, is passionate. Like you can be passionate about many different things, but whenever anything gets to that passionate level, I think it has the potential to become really hot. And I think that's when like it starts blurring together, and like you're like, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> Got so many poll this, questions out of this episode. Yeah, this has been Mike forces Steve and Nick to share outside the bounds of their comfort zone. Part, <laughs> part eight hundred and thirty-six. <laughs> part eight hundred ninety-eight. I literally feel like I'm asking about four different really boundary asking questions, even this episode. This is like, <laughs> well, that's what this song's about. Is about pushing boundaries. In fact, verse two. I wanted to get to verse two because this song's really. F- Funky, and I like it, but there's implications in verse 2 that I don't care for. Oh, okay. He's competition. <laughs> Kill Fred. That's the take-home point of Here Come the Mummies. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the verse. Run it straight up the pole. Gotta show your colors before you get too old. You be Velma. 
I'm Scooby-Doo. Nothing around here is too taboo. Okay, you know what? Scooby-Doo could talk and he could give consent technically. I'm not saying that makes sense. No, they're still dog fucking. It's still a lyric about dog fucking. I don't care how intelligent the dog is. It's still bestiality. And I can't believe I said that out loud. You know, it's funny you it's funny you bring this up, Steve. Bestiality in cartoons ca- came up today. It did. It came up today in conversation. And, uh, so, no, it no it didn't. No, no, it didn't. I'm not even kidding. This is perfect. So listen up, folks. Let's talk about it. First of all, you can't fuck animals of a lower intelligence. The at the the closest thing you could fuck right now is a dolphin and you'd still get some raised eyebrows. But <laughs> like that we... is the most insane sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> no, no, I know, Bob. I know. I know. I'm about to listen. It gets crazy, all right? We as a civilization <laughs> have been really in, and you can blame whoever's making a children programming on this. Uh, they're ingraining a bestiality mindset in the minds of our whole culture. And here's why. Jerry Seinfeld just released an apology for a 14-year-old movie. Oh, the B movie. The B yes. movie. The weirdly the sexual B movie. movie. And why is that? Because Jerry Seinfeld made himself into a B. But as Jerry Seinfeld is a man who is Jerry Seinfeld, he is going to be hitting on the Pixar hot lady in B movie. So what do you get? You got a B trying to do the birds and the bees with a lady. <laughs> But that's insects human relations. That's insane. That's crazy. But it's ooh, but it was it was flirted. It was flirted with. But let's 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 back it up a little more. Let's let's go towards one of my favorite movies, top five. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who was a rabbit, a cartoon rabbit, mind you, married, married to Jessica Rabbit. Which was a fucking smoke show, long haired, blonde, busty figure, figured out. She was a redhead. And boy, oh boy, talk about trying to get young Mike Russell sexually awakened at a young age. But this woman was married to an insane rabbit. But Mike, so what's the, they were, uh, go figure. They were both cartoons, though. Yeah, but oh, so, so it's okay if you're cartoons. Which brings me to example number three of bestiality, because I don't know what plans there are for the future of animals on this planet. But let me tell you, it's about bringing their intelligence up and their fuckability right where they're with it, because we got BoJack Horseman. All right. We got BoJack Horseman, which is an entire universe of adults, of adults. Fucking the same an- like animals that are also like, hey, I'm an animal, I'm a horse, or I'm a dog, or I'm a fucking whale. It doesn't matter. Ooh, and and my- people and whales and dogs and cats, everyone's fucking. Everyone's fucking. So you should <laughs> so now I got these uh these mummies talking about Scooby-Doo fucking. Well, how crazy is that to me since I've just been watching all this shit my whole life of all these animals fucking people? Guess what? Scooby-Doo wants to lick on Velma's snatch? Who am I to stop him? They're cartoons. Okay, well, that portion... (laughs) If you don't cut that, Nick, I disavow this show completely. (laughs) You know what, Steve? It's worth your disavowal. Uh, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying what society probably does. And, Mike, (laughs) to add to the problematic nature, somewhat... Uh, you dressed as Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman one year, and I think are kind of the personification of Mr. Peanut Butter. That is it. That oh, who is a dog you, for man. listeners who haven't seen BoJack Horseman? <laughs> I love Mr. Peanut Butter. He's my boy. He's my ringtone. All right, we get each other. I get him at the very least. He doesn't know me. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> So, Steve, right. I guess well, in conclusion, we don't have a yeah. problem with it, I guess. I guess not. Let your free flag fly indeed. <laughs> you tell me I'm wrong. Just tell me I'm wrong. But Tell I him feel- he's wrong, Steve. You're wrong. <laughs> then tell me society's wrong, too. Society tell, is also wrong. <laughs> tell us here come the mummies are wrong, too. 
Society is wrong. I'm so it's so easy for me to say that society's wrong. Society's so wrong so many times. Yeah, but you know it's, it's not even a challenge. Say, it's easy to say when you think you know who you're talking about. All of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I I like that show. All right. Okay, this is the last song. I want to get to this last song. Because this this one actually has a decent amount of lyrics. So our last song is uh from their album uh Everlasting Party. And it features a a, hor- a new horror icon for a new age, one that, given uh, who they talk about in this song, could potentially be a, a, a horror uh, like a horror movie threat to one Mr. Mike Russell, given his nighttime proclivities. Uh, oh. But we'll uh, Ooh, we'll take a see. listen first. The Wiener Man. Anthony Wiener? I thought he was out of politics. Yeah. <laughs> and and why would why would Mike be worried about uh, coming uh, coming into the crosshairs of the Wiener Man? Late at night when the bars are closing, the alcohol takes its toll, and the drinkers need the favorite vendor. Oh my God! Are you telling me, Steve, <laughs> that there's a hot dog vendor on the loose catching poor drunk schmucks like myself walking home, chopping off their goods in the old sausage blender and serving up hot dogs to the public? Maybe. I haven't read a newspaper in a while. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's no, that's uh, fucked up. That's I fucked up. I'm scared now. I, I don't, I, I don't want to ever walk home again. I didn't catch the whole him chopping off your wiener aspect of it. Uh, that might be us. He need a pretty big sausage blender. Let's just say. Oh, oh God! I'm crossing my legs as we speak. <laughs> I really hope that. <laughs> I was say I really hope the next lyric is like he prowls Jersey City. Yeah. <laughs> he prowls just sitting there looking for a poor drunk idiot. You know, I had a dude one time. Actually, I shouldn't tell the story. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll make up lyrics to the song then. Man, I'll tell you after the episode. He's looking though, real <laughs> scary as he's stalking Ned and Mary's looking for the oh. one who's got the biggest. I'll probably oh, cut that too. I don't oh want no, no, to find I like that. That's a good. That's a good lyric, though. Looking for the guy with the biggest. Yeah, that. <laughs> he's a little man behind the cart. Police can't catch him because he's way too smart. The smell of mustard and a big umbrella. Hot dog man's got the perfect cover. Late at night when the bars are closed and the alcohol takes its toll and the drinkers need their favorite vendor. Now, Mike, when you are, uh, when you the bars are closing late at night and you have had one too many. Uh, of the daiquiris, one too many of the what? pina coladas. No, what? Uh, oh, okay, pina coladas. Okay, uh, I mean, I, I did drink those on an episode. I can't say that I don't drink those. Uh, what? What is your like late night? I have three options available to me. Drunk food. I'm. You must have one. I will either collapse on my couch. No, I will probably most likely always collapse on the couch. Oh, okay, no, there's. Either I come home, I collapse on the couch, and I order White Castle. Nice. I either come home, I collapse on the couch, and I order this uh, this pizza, this uh, some pizza from this twenty four seven pizza place. Uh, get me a little Sicilian with some pepperoni on it, or maybe a chicken bacon ranch. Or if I don't collapse on the way home, there's this fried chicken place, but it's real shady. So 24-7 fried chicken place, and it's got some characters in there, let me tell you. And I put on my Are they behind mug. Bulletproof Glass? I'm, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. behind that. I know those places. I put on my mean mug. I say I want a Philly cheesesteak, and then I stand there looking angry until they give it to me. <laughs> 
because I don't want to fuck with anybody in that place. I don't want to fuck with me. That's it. It's like, mind your business, keep I, your business. I will say Mike's apartment is gorgeous, but the immediate surrounding area is a little sketchy. A little sketchy. But, oh, boy, this view, though. Does this chicken place, I mean, by guys, chance, I just chicken... can't beat it. I 360-degree panorama of New York City and Jersey City. It's Does gorgeous. this chicken place, by chance, bear the name of a former U.S. president? <laughs> hey, there Why? was no president Popeye. No, yeah, no, it's no president. It just says fried chicken and bright neon lights. Ooh. What more do you Is need? it halal, at least? You know what? It doesn't say it on the sign, but it might be halal. Not to be just because based on the guy who's giving it to well, me. But I was like, going to say there's a there was a place like that near me when I lived in Washington Heights that that uh, that was halal and kosher, and I always appreciated that of my, of that late night shitty fast food place. I'll tell you what, me and the uh, I call him the owner, but whoever the heck is always giving me the food at the end of the night, we're tight, we're tight. He uh, he had my back one day. Oh yeah. Despite your angry exterior? No, nah, well, I, it's not towards him. It's to everyone I just don't, else. I, don't, I need to make sure nobody's getting in this, involved. I, I keep, keep it. Nick, it can be, you don't know what's going on after midnight around here. You know what I mean? And I feel a little guilty because you want to be open to everybody, but fuck, man. I, I, don't, I don't trust nobody. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be open All to right. everybody. Speaking of not trusting anybody. Oh, no, I sound horrible, to... though, because, like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong with Jersey City? What's, like, what's nothing... wrong with scary strangers at a chicken joint after midnight? You're allowed to not want to talk to them. It's okay. Okay, fine. No, they probably don't want to talk to you. because like a big jackass right now. That's... They probably don't want to talk to you because you're a drunk weirdo. I am a drunk weirdo. Stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, my new I mean, ringtone. <laughs> give me one sec. Give me one second while I skip ahead to the appropriate section. All right, so this is the third verse. We've got, got one, one more after this. I got a for you, baby. Yeah. The second verse? I was, I was going to say, though, no, this is the third, actually. The second was, because it goes verse one, verse two, and then chorus. It's not verse, chorus, verse. It's verse, verse, chorus. They're playing, yeah. with, the, they're playing with the science. Yo, you science remember when funk. Nickelodeon had that show called Wienerville? I do. Is that a little Shut weird? up, whatever, is, Nick. You're yes, you're younger than us. We get it. Whatever. That, Shut up. Is that weird now, Steve, or was it also weird then, and we just let it happen? I don't know. The, <laughs> I don't know. The, the damn the damn network's mascot was a, was a popsicle stick for like five years. I like no rules. Yo, but I, oh my god, you remember? Yo, I remember Stick Stickly, and he had his brother, and they went to the Twin Towers together. And then a few years later, oh my god, it was awful. I was like, I, it really <laughs> fucked me up. Shut up I was Nick. like, I can't watch, I can't rewatch Stick Stickly anymore after what has happened on this tragic day. I mean, All right, before before we before we before we we get to the truth commission here, Nick, let's no Nick. <laughs> Uh, so this is, uh, Mike, when Mike was asking before about what exactly the wiener man does to you, what's so frightening about the wiener man? Well, let's, we're going to find out. He waits all patient out in the street. All the honeys want to sample the meat. He can't help but relish the fact. The footlong keeps you coming back. Huh? <laughs> Once you're feeling safe and cool, that's when the wiener man makes his move. What when your mouth is full? Uh, you can't scream when your mouth is full, Nick. Oh boy. <laughs> he waits all patient out in the streets, and all the honeys want to sample the meats. He can't help but relish the fact. I like that. The footlong keeps him coming back. Once you're feeling safe and cool, that's when the wiener man makes his move. Mm, 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 mm. You can't scream when your mouth is full. 
Oh my god. Attack so of the, the wiener, man. The wiener gets his footlons in these people's mouths and then he has his way with them. He gives them delicious hot dogs, yes. I'm surprised their first their first out their one album was called Single Entendre. I'm surprised their second album wasn't called Double Entendre. Uh, we're actually listening to this from the their best of album, which is called Hits and Misses, except Misses is spelled uh, is the abbreviate MRS, meaning oh, nice. married women. <laughs> I like that. Uh, which means the mummies are having sex with married women. I mean, I, th- which is how they got cursed to begin with by the pharaoh. Exactly, it comes full circle. Don't we all? Much like the <laughs> yeah, mummies do, did. I'm sure. I was going to say, don't we all in the Hall of Mirrors? <laughs> but yeah, the Wiener Man is a, is a, is a scary horror icon for new for new millennium, for drunk drunk idiots at three in the morning. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, who doesn't love a good hot dog? Is that what he's talking about? I don't know. We, the, the mummies do not, the mummies walk a fine line. Between wildly inappropriate know. and fun fun shenanigans. They're like, what? Just like r- us. <laughs> we walk that fine line between wholly inappropriate and fun shenanigans. And sometimes that line is a tiny pink dot to us. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that thin red line is a tiny oh, pink dot to us sometimes. Oh my God, Steve, stop. <laughs> <laughs> We get a little drunk and we fall down off the we fall down off the line on one side or the other. Look, That's when the wiener man gets you. Yeah. Just, if just there's one you. thing the wiener man's gonna get is the tiny pink dot. Okay. That's I mean <laughs> Oh boy. Uh Steve, is there anything more that you want to share from me here come the mummies or uh, no, I think I covered everything. Uh, <laughs> weird, gross uh lyrics that really skirt the line. Um uh, fun, funky beats, uh, Scott Bayo. I think these are the three major points I wanted to hit. Yes. This band's amazing. I, I'm adding to my playlist. I love them. That's really all I wanted. Uh, I wanted uh, I wanted it to be like to fit the theme of Halloween. And we I are, it, this is October, everybody. Yeah. And I wanted Let's... it to be in, I wanted to be the one to introduce this great, great band uh to to the our Dozens and dozens of listeners. Oh, shush, Steve. Uh, I a part of me is curious if our pod, like I, I would say, this is certainly a bizarre and noteworthy band. Um, but is our podcast slowly uh, devouring itself, and now we just want to talk about music we enjoy listening to after forcing ourselves to suffer for so long? I've been doing that the whole show. Yeah, I know, Steve. But <laughs> That's I've been, been my Mike thing. and I have been attempting to maintain the spirit of bad, bizarre, noteworthy music. We did a two-parter on the Shags for Christ's sake. If that's not torture, I don't know what is. Uh, I think we tortured our listeners with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks the for government uses that episode in, in Guantanamo. There was a sports car on the road. This yes. has gone wildly off the rails. Yeah, it's becoming an "Are you telling me?" Uh, but Steve. Uh, the one thing I am glad that you told us was about this band. Uh, oh, God. I hate myself for that. Uh, but, Steve, I true. Nick, wrap it up. There it is. No, <laughs> Steve had introduced. Like a mummy. Oh, now I get it. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Steve, I. You had introduced this band to me a while ago, and I and I did appreciate them. Uh, so thank you for sharing it with our listeners. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on social media. Check us out at the Song Tops Report on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Dapper Devil Productions to stay in the loop on all the hot Dapper Devil action. Not quite as hot as Here Come the Mummies, but still relatively hot action going on with us in our neck of the woods. And uh, Mr. Mike Russell, where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMar.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, yeah, look at our stuff. <laughs> That's something here come the mummies would say. <laughs> look at our junk on uh, <laughs> on um, what is it on a uh, at the Solid Topsy Report on um, on Instagram and at Dapper Devil Productions as well are the website DapperDevilProductions.com for all cool content and send us your bizarre, noteworthy or terrible soundtracks soon. Please, as soon as you can, send them over. And um, yeah, why don't you tell us uh, what your Halloween costume is going to be? Are you going to be a mummy? Okay, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
you spent the whole episode throwing out poll idea after poll idea after poll idea, gross, weird, sexually explicit poll ideas. And so the one you decided to end the show with was, hey, everyone, why don't you tell us what your Halloween costume's going to be this year? Are you going to be a fun little angel, maybe a cute little devil? What are you going to be? You can be Spider-Man. You can be Batman. What kind of Halloween costume are you going to do? Meanwhile, five minutes before, oh, man, you, what do you guys, look, look guys, Guys, hold on. Let me t- <laughs> let me ask you something. Would you fuck a mirror version of yourself, even if that mirror version of yourself was from like the evil universe version of you? Like, would you do that? And would it be how hot would it be? All right, parent, all right, listeners, would you fuck in a hall of mirrors or would you not? We got Nick saying yes. We got Steve saying no, and you got me saying both. <laughs> like <laughs> both which- yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I would are both. you the Schroding are you the Schrodinger's cat of sex? I think it just means I would both fucking hall mirrors and watch people fucking hall mirrors because that'd be interesting. That'd be you know, like... you know, St- Steve. I don't know if this will convince you, but do you know the best thing about fucking in a hall of mirrors, Steve? What? It really gives you time to reflect. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo. Uh, on my personal website, stephentrollinger.com. Uh, later this week with my boot on Nick's neck. Um, I'll wear I'm a special boots just for the occasion. And you can also, and on the Davidel Productions website, you can also find me November the 4th. No, I'm actually plugging something. So I appreciate should. it. Sorry. Um, uh, you can on November the fourth. I mentioned this uh, the previous episode. I will be appearing on four episodes of the um, of the 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 podcast. Uh, Just press Playhouse on their new season yes, of their very good. Uh, they're very good, very funny uh, sort of sci-fi adventure podcast called Time Trip. I will be on uh, four episodes of season two. They dropped a teaser uh, on their Instagram. I heard a little bit yes. of audio that sounded suspiciously like you doing a bizarre yeah. character voice. Yes, I do too. Ooh, well, I like Steve's voices. voice to tease me. Let's go. Let's. Um, you can on you can go to their uh, Instagram for those for those teaser uh, videos or, or audio samples, and then on November fourth, the whole shebang. So please tune in and download and subscribe to uh, to that. Uh, again, it's called Just Press Playhouse, and it's Time Trip Season Two. Time Trip Season 2, starring Steve Trollinger. And Let's no go. one else. Just kidding. It's a very no talented cast and crew. I know some of them. Um, Can't wait. You know what? Oh, we should meet him sometime. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you, yeah we should. <laughs> we'll work on that. That'll be our next project. Um, but until then, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, guys. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm the wiener man. We will see you next week. Take care.